Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. Hello, what is up, Saturday, Saturday Nation? Show. A tremendous day to you. Let's get going. It's a beautiful day in Southwest Ohio. I hope the sun is shining where you are. I never want to be poor, and I want to explain why. And it's not why you think. Okay, it's a little bit different uh, angle on this, and you need to go add so much value to your local community and then the region and then the country you live in and then the world. And it's very simple to get started. As we talked about yesterday, this is not complicated to do. The biggest, uh, the biggest struggle you're going to have is between your own ears in the mind that you have, you know, the judgment or you think your message isn't good enough or how do I get, it has nothing to do with the how everything is figure outable. You got to get going. Like you just got to get out of your own head or you're dead. Get this thing launched and quit worrying about how. So I want to talk to you about why you don't want to be poor. And look, people that are making 200 grand a year are still broke. They're more broke in than they're broke. Look, I know people making $35,000, $40,000 a year uh, that most millionaires would switch places with in a New York minute because they're sat- They're happy. They're content. They're satisfied. They're doing the work that they know that they want to do. And they're not poor. The people making forty grand a year are not poor. Now, here's why I don't want to be poor, and I never wanted to be poor, because poor people are easy to control. That's it. Poor people are easy to control. If you don't have money to pay your bills, if you don't have money for medical care or putting gas in your car, the basic needs, and I've been there. I don't know if you've been there, but I've been there, you know, and if you've been there, then you know That if somebody offers you money to pay your bills, free food or free this, you are now a servant. You are a servant to the lender. You know, that's why a lot of people buy big homes and they're like, oh, my God, I I can't go on vacation. I can't do this. I can't do that. I got this huge mortgage to pay. You're a servant to the lender. Credit card debt. You're a servant to the lender. Now, I don't I there is good debt and there is bad debt. And I've done several podcasts on debt. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with running up a ten to $20,000 credit card bill. But if you're going to put it into advertising, marketing, there's two kinds of expenses out there. There are direct expenses and there are productive expenses. A direct expense is your electric bill, your gas bill, anything that you need, food. I mean, those are things that you need to pay to keep the lights on, literally, and to just keep things going, Okay. Productive expenses are expenses that bring you back an ROI, a return on your investment. So marketing, ads, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, things like that. If you're in the business that I'm in, you know, I, I do run up ten, twenty thousand dollars a month in advertising bills and I do use my credit card. Shout out to the Sky Miles, but I don't do that stuff not thinking I'm not gonna make a return on my investment. 
And I think a minimum return, a logical, once you get these things dialed in, here's the thing. There's a long runway for this stuff as well. I love how I see these uh, these marketers out there say, hey, run Facebook ads and you'll get back, you know, this much and that much money and we make 100 grand a month. Yeah, they don't tell you that for seven months they dropped 100 grand just to figure out which ads were working. Split testing, turning these ads off, turning these ads on and things like that. There's a whole other ball game going on behind the scenes. So you got to have a long runway if you want to do paid advertising. That's why I teach organic marketing like this, like a podcast. Very simple to do. Create the audio. Put it out there. doesn't cost anything. And it's a slower way, I guess, compared. Here, here's it. The fastest way to build an audience, if you got a message that you want to share with people, go buy ads and just, you know, target people or even do a shotgun approach where it just sprays out to everybody. But you're paying for eyeballs to see that ad or for ears to listen or eyes to watch the video you know you're paying for that which is fine like it's great it's immediate though you get an immediate audience something like just starting a youtube channel or a podcast station that's a slower burn you know that's going to take a while and you have to be mature you have to be a mature adult and understand how marketing works that this message is going now a while could be 90 days i mean in this internet you know overnight success stuff we all want that could not, you know, people are like, oh, my God, it's going to take three months. Yeah, I know. You're going to dedicate 40 years, though, to a job. I'm not so sure why you can't carve out 90 days to get some traction with this thing. Recording a podcast three to four times a week, which is the method that I teach, the story-driven podcasting model. So I don't want to be poor because I don't want to be controlled. I borrowed money from people, and I always felt that control over me until I paid them back. You know what I'm talking about. You borrow money from friends. You borrow money from family. You borrow money from you know somebody in your local community, a, a local bank. I'm not even talking about a faceless bank like one of these big institutions, maybe like a Wells Fargo or U.S. Bank or Chase or something like that. I'm talking about you borrow money from people who kind of know you, and then you're like, hey, geez, I got to get them paid back. I just saw them in the grocery store. I just saw them at Thanksgiving dinner. I got to get them money back. You're always a servant to the lender, and you're always under their control. You know, whether it's just a mind control or whatever, it doesn't matter. The government, you know, when I grew up, we grew up on food stamps for a while. We probably used food stamps till I was, I don't know, 10, 11 years old, maybe 12 years old. Um, well, actually, no, then my mom broke her hip when I was in eighth grade. We were back on food stamps when I was in eighth grade. So I don't know. I just remember going to the grocery store with a with a booklet full of coupons. And if the if the grocery bill was $20, we, we you know, we 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 took the perforated edge and we gave a five dollar coupon and a few one i never thought anything about it though till it added up to twenty dollars and that was our i didn't think anything about it when we went to get the free cheese you know the big block of cheese down at the local food pantry i didn't i wasn't embarrassed about that stuff i just feel yeah, here we go here's food we need food we need food we need clothing we go to home drum shop the goodwill buy our clothes you know, that was one. And uh, oh, by the way, my mom kept us very well clothed. It's not like we lived at the Goodwill store, but every now and again, we'd get, you know, clothes at the Goodwill. And that was that. Not a big deal. I look at this stuff as like, oh, my God. But it was a different era back then. We did, there wasn't this uh, this social media frenzy and this 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 just insatiable desire to compete and be seen and be noticed and double tap for a heart. And how many likes did I get on my photo? None of that. Had I grown up in that generation, I'd be so messed up. I don't even know what I'd be doing right now. I never craved that stuff, you know, but I never wanted to be poor because I saw how we were always under the control of the local. Like if we didn't get our food stamps, we didn't eat, you know, that's control. So when you are able to earn your own income and you are able to really blaze your own trail, now you've done something uh, that 
it's freedom. There's freedom in that. And if you have a job and you are not in control of your schedule, then you are a servant to an individual who is dry, writing your paycheck for you. And look, that's not bad all the time. I say, look, 20% of the people absolutely love what they do. And so 80% of the people don't. I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to the 80%. I'm speaking to the people who go to a job every day and you're going to a job because you need that money. You are a slave to that job. That it's, it's, very, it's not any more complicated than that. There was a period of time where I felt that level of control as well. You know, when I was in that job, I did not want to be in the job, but I had to go to the job. I, I had accumulated all of this debt. And boy, I look back now and the, really the debt was nothing <laughs> compared to, you know, having no kids and thinking you're in debt and then having four kids. Yeah, there's a, that's a whole different level. But the point was I ended up going to a job and it wasn't good for anybody. It wasn't healthy for me because I didn't want to be there. It wasn't healthy for the environment I was working in because they knew I didn't want to be there. Even though I was still very good at what I did. Uh, and as relative to sales, all you have to do in sales is hit a number. That's all it is. I mean, a robot could do it. It's not a big deal. Here's your sales quota. Hit it. And nobody cares where you are the rest of the time. Just hit that number and everybody's happy. You don't hit that number. And now they start looking all over. Hey, what's going on? Can I ride with you? Can I see your plan? And it's like, you don't want that stress, you know? So just hit the sales number and move on and everybody's happy. And that was a great game to play, but I felt like I grew out of that game. You know, I grew out of it. I didn't want to play the game anymore. Like, hey, I hit my sales quota. I'm sandbagging sales. I get them all on Monday, wait till Friday, go play golf in the afternoon. And, oh, hey, I got some sales today that I've been holding on for four days. I mean, it's just a game. And I felt like as I was getting into my mid-30s, I'm like, dude, you're way too old to be playing this game. This guy's in their 60s still playing that game. But that's what they do because they're a slave. You're a slave. You go to a job. You hate the job. You know, your boss pays you just enough so you don't quit. You work enough just so you don't get fired. It's a stupid game played by adults, and it's like running an adult daycare. Everybody knows what's going on, and, hey, I don't see monkey see monkey do. I don't see that. It's so stupid. I don't want to be stupid. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be under control. I want to do this. I want to create value. I want to share it with other individuals. So do you. It's exactly what you want to do. It's why you listen to this podcast. You feel like you've got a purpose in this life that's way, way higher than just going to a job or borrowing money and living the life that everybody else lives just so you can be seen, buying things you can't afford with money you don't have to impress people you don't even like. All right. It's a stupid game played by people all day. That is not you. That's not the game you want to play. So if you want to play at a higher level, start getting your message out there before it's too late, before you wake up one day and you can't do it anymore because other things are going on. Add the legacy now. Legacy is currency. Okay. Google your name five years from now. It's going to look a heck of a lot different than it does. If your main goal is to just survive First, that is, I, I know it's not because you're not lit. You, you would never listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast if that was your goal. Don't be poor. And I'm not just talking about money. Don't be poor in spirit. Don't be poor in health. You want to be in, you want to be under control of pharmaceuticals and pills and doctors? Then don't take care of your health. You want to be under the control of other entities that have the money that's lending to you? then don't go add value and build your own everyday Saturday business. So there is absolutely a very simple model that you can just copy from me. Create a podcast, put a calendar out there with a four-minute video, host it on YouTube, and get people on your calendar and get them from point A to point B. If you're struggling on what that would look like from point A to point B and the result that you provide, 
And if you're unsure on how to relay and communicate that message so clear, so concise that a five-year-old could understand what you do, that's when you and I need to talk. And I don't know when that is. Only you know when that's going to be. When you're moved to book a call on my calendar, it's launchwithsam.com. That's when the fire gets lit. All right? Don't be poor in spirit, in health, in finances, because you will always be under the control of somebody else. Get moving. You can absolutely – look – it's a blank canvas. You can draw on this thing. You can start drawing at any time. There's no drawing. No two drawings look the same. All right? Yours is going to look completely different. But the good news is you can get started and draw that masterpiece right now. All right? Let's go. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.